and welcome to Strictly Obsessed, the podcast where two girls with a passion for sparkle, fake tan and a journey discuss each week's highs, lows and goss from the Strictly Ballroom. I'm Alex and let me introduce my fabulous co-host Hannah. What a week of surprises, hey Hannah! I know, it was an incredible week. I think the first thing to absolutely comment on was the professionals dance. Absolutely amazing. Oh my god, when Gorka came out of the water, first of all, I was like, there's no way that's in London. <laughs> yeah. I was just imagining like Gorka coming out of the Thames with the kind of bottles on him, bits of drugs falling off. Dead body <laughs> somewhere in the background. <laughs> yeah, like dead ducks. <laughs> oh, I mean, I thought Ali Ash for Bond all the way. I'm advocating that. You're a bit obsessed with Ali Ash though. It's true, but I just thought he looked so good in the outfit. <laughs> they all did. At the end of it, I was like, OT for Bond. OT, yeah, as well at the end. That was wonderful. I loved how they did that. Yeah. I was like, yes, power to the girls. Oh, it was so good. I think Strictly gave me a good fix. Yes, definitely. Honestly, because Bond was meant to come out before, wasn't it? And it hasn't because of Corona. Yeah, so it was meant to come out in like March, I think it was. And then they delayed it. And then it was meant to come out in, I think, about September, October. But they've delayed it again. Daniel Craig is going to be like ancient by the time it comes out. (laughs) Bless him. But yeah, I was super impressed with that. It was a great start to the show. Definitely was. Also, Man Rara is strong she was like being whipped around on that i don't know rope unbelievable i watched that with an open mouth it was another one of those moments where i had to pause it and call barney in (laughs) can we get a comment from barney is he available to comment he's upstairs unfortunately but i'll try and get one for next time just get a comment that we can read out Okay, I'll, I'll get one. She needs to join the circus, is what my conclusion was after that. Yeah, she can do anything, that girl. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I've got to say, I thought that this was a really pivotal week because everything kind of got swapped around. Like, people who were on top of the leaderboards became the bottom and people at the bottom became the top and it all was a bit confusing. And I thought the scoring became different. A lot happened this week. I think the judges were quite harsh. Yeah. I don't know if they've sort of flipped into like week three mode, things are going more seriously now, and we're going to start being harsher with critiquing them for the more sort of established dancers. Because I thought for sort of Maisie in particular, they were really quite harsh. Yeah, I I thought so too. I was just a bit confused at times. And I felt like Shirley was having a bit of an odd week. Like I didn't understand her scoring and at times I was actually like wanting to boo the judges, in particular Maisie and who else and Harvey. Yeah. Those two I thought they were so harsh and oh, we'll get on to it. I could kind of see where they were coming from, but also I thought the way they scored them compared to other couples was really unfair. I did too. And I thought Caroline as well, they were quite harsh on. Mm. So I mean obviously I appreciate Jamie and Karen were in the bottom two last week and you want to sort of give them a boost, but I didn't think, you know, how they scored their dance in relation to how they scored Maisie's or Harvey's was in any way comparable. 
And again, the same with JJ and Amy. Like I, I liked their dance, but I thought they got rave reviews and I didn't think the scores sort of aligned. Yeah, I agree. I'm glad you felt the same because I felt a bit kind of disappointed almost like or just confused about all the scoring. No, definitely. I wonder if they'd sort of had a word and been like, we need to push these people further. Or maybe people were getting too many eights too early on in the competition. But then they gave away a million eights again, just to different people. <laughs> True. It was really odd. Yeah. But I mean, so the bottom two was again the bottom two on the leaderboard. So clearly people really are responding to the dancing and to the judges. Yeah, I think people do definitely listen to what the judges have to say. And I guess also there was, so Luba and Jason were bottom by quite some way, weren't they? As in, I wasn't sure who the second person was going to be in the dance-off. But I think if you're sort of that far down on the leaderboard, it's quite hard, even with audience votes, to make your way back up. I think that we all knew that Jason was leaving as well. I didn't know who was going to be the second one. I kind of thought it was actually going to be Caroline. Yeah, I did actually wonder if, well, obviously the judges gave them quite a high score, but I didn't know how popular Jamie was with the people because obviously he was in the bottom two last Yeah, But yeah, Jason, I think, was quite obviously going to be dancing again. Yeah, I agree. Okay, let's get into it then. So first one was Nicola and Katya with their jive from Greece, and they obviously ended up in the bottom two. Um, What did you think of it? Did you think they were going to be in the bottom two? Again, I thought this was a circumstance where I thought the judges were quite harsh. Mm. I quite enjoyed their dance. I I mean, I loved the song. I love Greece. So I loved the sort of whole atmosphere that they set up for movie week, the outfits. I don't think it was as good as their dance last week. So I guess if they're doing it on improvement, I can see why perhaps the criticism was a bit harsh. But I do still think that from Nicola, it was a really good show. I think you could see that, again, she was getting more comfortable. And I thought it was a really fun performance. Yeah, what you just said about improvement as well, I just want to pick up on that, because that is what Charlie kept on saying, didn't she? She kept on saying that she's just looking for an improvement. And I felt like she was basing her scores on the improvement rather than the actual performance. I think that's what confused me and kind of slightly annoyed me a bit because I thought well you're not giving a fair testament to the performance and to the dance and to the dancing you're doing it based on how much you think they've improved since last week I didn't think that's how you were meant to judge it I mean maybe they've changed their policy (laughs) I don't know I know that for the dance off as well a lot of it's done not on the performance itself but whether they've taken on board what the judges said after the first run they do it more on who improved most from first time round, as opposed to like which performance out of the two was the better. I personally think that's like, I don't think that's the way it should be done personally, but. No. Last year, Diane was paired with this guy called Deb and they ended up going out in the dance off. I think it was week three actually. And they were clearly like the more competent dancers, but because the other person, I can't remember who they were up against, improved significantly from their first dance, all the judges saved them. That's horrible. Mm. Diane like wept it was really sad actually oh yeah okay so I thought with this Grease dance they really I think were lucky to get that musical Nicka really got into that whole character I loved the way she was moving her hair with fake Grease and all that stuff but the concept was great I liked the choreo a lot I think Kat did a really good job there I felt like when I watched Katya dance not Katya when I watched <laughs> Nicola dancing I feel like it's a little bit casual I don't feel all the energy, which I know that she she probably thinks she is using all of her energy and she might be using all of her energy, but it just comes across quite casual to me and a bit kind of half-hearted. 
So I thought it was pretty good and I thought it was a great performance. But I've got to say, I don't think it was really high up on my favourites of the night. That's so interesting. I don't think it was one of my favourites of the night, no. I'll agree with you there. I loved the song, but I don't think it was a standout performance, which I guess maybe is why the judges were harsh. But I did think that you could see that she was giving it a lot. I think she really tried to put on the sort of persona and put herself out there, is what I would say I took from it. Like I thought that came across more than the steps. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good, but I wasn't blown away. Yeah, I've heard they've had some criticism from viewers for like not doing anything in hold. Oh. Yeah, I didn't really agree with, but I've heard Barney was the one who said it actually. He said the reason they think that they were in the bottom two is because viewers aren't getting behind them because they don't do the hold stuff and they don't feel like there's that sort of partnership connection. Interesting. Yeah, which I didn't think was entirely fair because obviously last week was couple's choice. So the style of dance didn't really call for being in hold. And then in the first week, they did do some stuff in hold because I remember the judges talking about how they were swapping halfway through. So I don't know, I, I didn't agree. Yeah, I guess that some viewers are looking for that kind of romantic connection, which you, for example, could feel so clearly between Ranveer and Giovanni. Hmm but I guess not so clearly in this dance. The thing is, it's it's a jive, which is a fun dance anyway. It's not like that's the kind of connection you'd really look for in a jive. So I don't think that's really valid for this at all. That's what I was saying. I I don't think they've been given one of the dances yet where you would expect someone to be in hold. Like, for instance, if they did a waltz next week out of hold, I would probably agree. But also they were the second bottom on the leaderboard, so... Yeah. Okay, interesting. I haven't heard that. So, you know, thanks, Barney, for the intel. (laughs) Okay, let's move on to Maisie and Gorka, who did the American Smooth to Frozen 2. And we've already said that we thought the judges were pretty harsh. I mean, I thought that she is obviously an incredible actress. She's also extremely professional in the way she dances and takes it so seriously, which I think is really pretty, again, incredible for her age that she is taking it so seriously and so committedly. To me, the dance was stunning. I mean, the judges really slated her about her footwork. And honestly, like, come on, like, who cares? Like, she looks amazing. And she she's clearly an incredible dancer. Like, there's no denying that she can dance. And even like if she did a few things wrong with her feet, I'm sure she did better with her feet than most of the other couples, you know? So I just, I felt a bit upset on her behalf or like annoyed on her behalf that the judges made such a fuss about something so small and also probably made everyone at home feel like she didn't do as well as she actually did. Yeah, I first thought, oh, wow, that's fantastic. I mean, I thought the costume was incredible, like the whole get up, the characterization that she put into it. And then obviously the dancing itself, I thought it was amazing. And then obviously the judges gave such negative reviews. And I was sort of sat here like, oh, well, I must be wrong then. Like, it must have been not very good. And I was really sort of questioning what, like when Shirley was like, oh, your dress is very forgiving. I was like, oh, like that's tough. <laughs> I thought the comments were not very nice. I didn't appreciate them. I thought that she would just had a go at her for no reason. Yeah. I mean, I get that 
you know, obviously they're the judges, they're there, they can see her feet better than us, they know more than us. So I think like what they said was probably valid. And I do suspect there's an element of like Maisie is probably one of the top dancers of the show, if not the, and they are thinking, let's really sort of home in on like how she can improve. But I think the criticism came across from the viewer's perspective as more of almost a rant than constructive. Uh, I wasn't really sure how much she could take from it as opposed to just them sort of being like, ooh, not very good. It was the fact that Shirley said, you pick up the moves very quickly, therefore you should be doing more on this. And I just thought, well, you're saying that she's done the moves well. You're saying that she was in time and all this. And so now you're really being pernickety about something that with everyone else you're not pernickety about. And it just seemed a bit unfair. Like, I understand that you want her to improve, but you need to demonstrate it in a way that is clear to the viewer that you still believe she's a good dancer. Yeah, they'll sort of give the criticism, so on her feet, and then they'll say afterwards... But obviously, I'm like picking out absolutely tiny details here, like incredible dance. But they didn't do that this week. Mm. Was it not a very good dance then? It was just, it was a bit negative, I thought. Yeah, totally agree. Okay, should we move on to Caroline and Johannes, who did the couple's choice to Gypsy? Um, I thought it was a really great show. I loved how she came on at the beginning speaking and sort of put some real drama into it for movie week. I also loved how she dedicated it to obviously all the people in the musical industry who are struggling quite considerably right now. I loved the sort of outfit and the style, but I can't, I maybe you better critiquing the actual dance itself. Hmm, this was an, an interesting one for me because well, the intro was great you know, obviously she is an actress, so she did that very well. But I kind of agreed with Craig when he said that it set it up a bit too much for the actual performance. Because I felt like the actual performance was a little bit of a disappointment. I found it a bit, a little bit boring, if I'm honest. Um, I can actually see where you come from on that front. It definitely wasn't a standout number. No, I, I kind of wanted, I wanted more. And I, what the judge said last week about her giving more, I really felt that this week. I thought like, she's so capable. She's got so much potential and I felt like she just wasn't giving us everything or that the choreography wasn't even complicated enough to show us what she's capable of. Craig said it was polite and balletic and I really felt the same. I just felt a bit kind of unsatisfied. I think she's very technique focused, isn't she? And you can see like, you know, everything is perfectly in time and everything's pointed. But was it Motsi who said how like the energy that she did in the acting at the beginning needs to then come into the dance? Yeah. And I absolutely agree with that. Whereas, yeah, when she obviously did her acting bit at the beginning, she did let go. Um, the judges were very wise. I could definitely see what they were talking about. Yeah, I think Shirley has a real soft spot for Caroline. She had said a couple of times, like, oh, yes, she's representing women of our age. And I think that Shirley just loves her, so she kind of is a bit blinded. <laughs> it's true. That's definitely a thing. I think she does like the older. I guess there's also got to be an appreciation, like it is harder for them. Maybe not so much for Caroline, because she's got previous experience. Well, tiny bit of previous experience but does have it there whereas I think if you're picking up something at you know the age of 40 plus for the first time it must be much more challenging than picking it up at 20 for the first time yeah you're probably right there like when you're learning a language ah yes the language of 
of dance. Dance. <laughs> um, let's go on to Jason, the the man who I was trying to think of a Star Wars reference, but I've never watched Star Wars like any of the old ones. So anyway, Jason and Luba doing the Passover to Star Wars. Yes. I thought, well, obviously we know the end result, which I thought was sad because I think you could clearly see that he was giving it everything he had. I don't think there was any denying that. He was really trying to sort of put his character into it and commit to the dance. And, you know, when he was going across the floor on his knees, I was like, wowzer. But I didn't register because I think I sort of, in that bit where it focuses on the training and so when I was watching more of the Star Wars themed stuff and actually listening to what the dance was. And having watched the dance where I think it was Craig then said that was a passive doble, I did a double take. I was like, was it? <laughs> I could see what they meant when they were like, you weren't doing the right characterization for a passo. Because normally from a passo, you expect a very predictable sort of, there's the flapping of the dress, which I guess is obviously the girl, but it's a very sort of staccato dance with a lot of fierce emotion and power and whilst he definitely was giving the character everything he had it was the wrong take on it for a paso oh well hello did you become a professional dancer very staccato loving it hannah <laughs> all my knowledge beautiful well first of all i feel like i got to know Lubra a bit better this week and i really like her so i hope that she gets someone good next year <laughs> When he was like going on about Star Wars, I really felt for her. Like when he was pointing at the screen and saying, This is this, this is this. I was like, Oh, bless her. And he was like, And this is Luke's father. No. <laughs> I was like, Oh. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, Jason, I'm afraid he had a terrible frame. Mm. It didn't look like a passo. I'm not surprised he didn't know it was a passo. It didn't feel like a passo either. It didn't really work with the music. The whole thing just, it was about Star Wars, not about the passo. And it just kind of didn't work. I actually felt like I was in some kind of weird dream where you can't get out of it. Or like you're on a plane, you know, and you're kind of stuck there, but you're not kind of unsure what's happening. Like your mind's not really focused. It was just that kind of weird, blurry situation. Yeah, for sure. I Overall, I enjoyed the performance, but I enjoyed it for the Star Wars show, not for the passo that it was meant to be. As in, you know, he slid across the floor on his knees, but then when Craig was like, passo, I was like, hmm. <laughs> We have some problems. Yeah, the highlight was definitely those knee roll things. That was the one bit that really stood out. <laughs> They're the only thing that we can mention, really. I think understandable. Sad that they were the couple that left, because I really do think that he was giving it his best. But understandable. Yeah, my heart broke a little bit for him. It did, it did. I, I did feel quite sad for him. Yeah, okay, well, onwards, onwards. <laughs> <laughs> so the next one... Oh was The Foxtrot by JJ and Amy to a film that I've never actually heard before. Is it, is it Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid? Yeah, I can't believe you've never heard of the song before. I used to have a little Paddington bear when I was a kid. He would be dressed up in his Mac and umbrella and when you pressed his toe, he'd sing that song. So I spent the first half of the dance thinking about that. Oh, <laughs> that's so sweet. I used to love it so much. Well, I'm not surprised, Hannah, because as soon as it came on, I was thinking of you. From like the dress oh. to the whole vibe, I, I literally was like imagining you dancing it. The dress was beautiful, wasn't it? I don't think I can comment much on the dancing on this one because... The first half of it was the song, and then the second half of it, I was just transfixed by Amy's dress. It was so you. The whole thing was so you. 
was, yeah. But having said that, I did think the judges were very, very positive about it, which surprised. And I thought it was a good performance, but I was surprised by how positive they were. But maybe you can sort of embellish more on that on technique. Um, yeah, I mean, I thought that he did a really good job. I thought he had a lovely frame and placement. I thought it was absolutely gorgeous, so sweet. But yeah, I think the scoring was really off here because he had a better score than Maisie. And although he did do a really good job and you can see such a clear improvement with him, I don't think that it was a better performance than Maisie's performance. See, that's the thing. I was sort of looking at the result and just being like, well, was it a better performance? I was really surprised. I was like, this must be my lack of knowledge. But yeah, as the viewer, I didn't think it was a better performance than Maisie's. Yeah, I think everyone probably felt the same. I I was kind of worried that Maisie might be in the bottom two just because of the comments, but I'm glad that people stayed behind her. I didn't think Maisie. I was actually more worried for Harvey. Yeah. I I thought Maisie would go through, but Harvey was actually one of the ones where I was like, could he be in the bottom two? Well, I mean, that brings us very nicely onto Harvey and Jeanette's performance of the cha-cha. Oh, I love their outfits. They were so cute, weren't they? Yeah, it was so lovely. Oh, gnomes, how adorable. (laughs) They really were adorable. The more I see Harvey, the more I want him to be my son. Like, just so sweet with that little beard and the red cheeks. I was like, oh, (laughs) amazing. I enjoyed the dance. I enjoyed watching it. I thought it was a good laugh. Obviously, it was very different to last week's dance. But the judges, again, I thought were so critical that it made me sort of question what I'd seen. Yeah, I mean, me too. I was watching it thinking, beautiful legs, beautiful hips, excellent use of his power and his core, very clean steps, being really holding onto the floor with his feet and pointing his toes, excellent timing. And then the judges started talking and I was like, have I lost it? Maybe maybe I've forgotten how to dance. Yeah. <laughs> I was really quite confused. And the other thing that I thought was a little bit unfair was, well, obviously, you know, it is a crucial part of the dance that they fulfil the criteria, but he didn't pick the choreography. And so, like, the attack sort of came, you know, at him when they kept saying we didn't think there was enough content in there. But then when Shirley was listing out what there had been in there, I was like, well, that sounds like quite a lot to me. But, you know, apparently it wasn't enough. So... I, what, so what it was, Shirley was saying there wasn't enough basic cha-cha. cha-cha. Yeah. But then Motsi said, well done for trying to do more complicated content. So what they were saying, it wasn't that there wasn't content. The whole thing was content. See, they were constantly dancing. It was just that Shirley wanted to see them do the basics. And because Jeanette knew that Harvey was advanced or more advanced than the others... She knew that she could push him to do more of the kind of intermediate, advanced stuff. And that's what they did. And I thought they nailed it. I was really confused. Yeah, see, I don't really see what the issue is there. So long as you sort of tick the boxes and, you know, you're not dancing something else, then I think, as in, for instance, I can understand why they perhaps suggested that Luba didn't quite fulfil the Paso requirements. But I didn't get it with this one at all. And I also thought that it came across as being like heavy criticism on him, whereas obviously that's not his. Cool. Yeah, that's always a problem with the judges' comments about the choreos because, yeah, it, it reflects badly on the celeb, but it's not anything to do with the celeb. Exactly. 
I was sort of like, you're critiquing him for something he can't work on. I didn't really know what he was supposed to take from that. Because I was starting training on Monday, I'd sort of be like, well, how can I improve? Hmm, I can't. (laughs) Yeah, no, you're so right. So yeah, I thought that was a bit of an unusual, again, similarly to Maisie. Do you think, right, this is just a curveball comment. Yeah. Do you think it's anything to do with them being a bit annoyed or feeling some kind of resentment or anger or something towards Harvey and Maisie who potentially are having a thing and potentially breaking some rules? And I wonder if this has caused some kind of hidden tension that we can't see. Oh, I don't think so. And also, it's not like they've actually done anything. As in, I think the suggestion was that when they were signing up, they both noted each other. And, you know, I think Harvey said, maybe once it ends, something could blossom. But I don't think there's any suggestion that they've broken any rules. I think they're both taking it quite seriously, is the impression I get. Like, I think there's sort of, you know, a bit of banter. But he said himself, I like, hear none of his training schedules are with her. I didn't think they even really see each other aside from the live performances. So I'd be really, really surprised if that was sort of impacting the judges' criticism. I think it's just that they're clearly the top two contestants. And I think the judges are probably thinking, like, let's really criticise them and help find a way that they can improve because we can't just every week be like, amazing performance, amazing performance. But I think it's just come across as quite heavy criticism as opposed to sort of still an amazing performance, but this is what you can do. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure you're right. I just wanted to, you know, bring in some curveball uh, suggestions there. But you have brought us very nicely onto Rambo and Giovanni because they might now be the top contestant. No, she might now be the top contestant with her fabulous foxtrot to Dreamgirls. It was incredible. I must say, hats off to her. Unbelievable. And I agree. I think she has definitely become a potential winner. Absolutely astounding performance. Also, her conf- like the way she took on the persona, did the dancing, how she looked in the dress, like the whole thing was just absolutely incredible. And it was quite interesting because I was watching It Takes Two with them last week and, you know, Giovanni was sort of saying, I think it's so important that you have to have the dance and the characterization and the story blended together. And I think that does actually, in all of their pieces, it's really come across. And I think it is what's really helping them improve, sort of having that seamless dancing but also this incredible characterization and storyline that she can get behind yep i think you're absolutely right because geo is a clever man he's a dark horse he understands how to get people to be involved in their performance and it always comes across you're absolutely right and i also saw that on it takes two and he does always have this clear story to his dances i just thought it was so fantastic I, i literally could watch that over and over and over again It was stylized so beautifully. She was absolutely charming and enchanting as well. Like that little look she does back at the end. I mean, I died. Yeah. And I think the whole look, the characterization as well. It was just unbelievable. Yeah. I think this partnership is superb. The connection that they have is is kind of like, it makes me feel like there's something going on here, as in not necessarily in romantic love, but I really feel like they love each other on a deeper level than just a normal partnership. See, I think they have a lot of respect for each other, but I think their partnership's also a bit tricky, to be honest. Like, as in, I think they get along really well, and I think on the dance floor, it's absolutely incredible, but I get the impression that there is quite a lot of sort of backwards and forwards. Like, I think that's probably why it's so good, because I think she doesn't just go with what he says, is the impression I get. 
Really? I don't get that impression at all. What gave you that impression? Well, I know obviously in the first week she like walked out, didn't she? And they had a bit of a tiff. And I just get the I get the impression that they're really good friends and that she's not afraid to say like what she absolutely feels. Why I think the partnership works so well. I don't think it's her just literally obviously, you know, taking on board the dance element, but I do think that perhaps she does have more of a say in the actual piece itself. That's interesting because I don't get that impression at all. I get the impression that um she does what he tells her to do because she always says, you know, like, I listen to Gio, I do what he says, and that's how it works because she kind of says that on, like, It Takes Two and on the main show. I just feel like their connection is beyond what the other partners have. Like, there's something special going on there. Oh, yeah, I agree. As in, I wonder if that special thing is that actually... Like, I think you can really see her coming across in the performances. Yep, she really is. This is the epitome of a journey. Yeah, and I don't think you get that just from listening to someone. I think you have to put a bit of you into it too. As in, don't get me wrong, I think she listens to him for absolutely everything with the technique. But I think when it comes to embellishing the character and how she appears on stage, I think a lot of that is her, which I think is why it's so good. Ooh, I love this. Excellent. That's my personal belief, because I think that's what separates her from the other couples. How intriguing. Oh, my God. I wish we could ask them. (laughs) Please listen to our podcast, and we've got some questions. (laughs) (laughs) Brilliant. Okay, well, now we're on to Jamie and Karen with their Charleston to Hero to Zero from Hercules. (laughs) Hercules. When Charlie Carpenter was like, Hercules, Hercules, I was like, are you okay? Yeah, I thought that was interesting. It was quite funny. But I think, to be honest, I feel like this is a classic case of couple that were in the dance-off last week, let's boost them this week, like really give them sort of the support that they need to make sure that they're not there again. I did think the dance was considerably better. I think in comparison to last week, he has improved again. I thought he was obviously giving it his all, like desperately didn't want to be back in the dance-off. You can see that he's working really hard. But again, I think the issue is, is that if they'd had that score without Maisie and Harvey having been so brutally sort of brought down, I wouldn't have batted an eyelid. But I was just sort of watching the dance and being like, well, was that better than Maisie's? It just, it didn't quite add up to me. There was definitely injustice Mm. on the scoreboard yeah yeah I thought that the um Charleston was great for him and the whole character thing it was really what he needed for his own character yeah yeah these two seem to be getting along a lot better and I feel like they're having a lot of fun and it was really fun to watch I mean I was laughing the entire time I could not stop laughing it was very funny for sure it was even funny like after the performance when I mean he literally dropped Karen yeah (laughs) hilarious I was laughing and like, also, oh God, Jamie, this is, you got to look after your girl, honey. Especially he's like, Hercules, and then just drops her. And I was like, ooh. <laughs> Back down to earth, yeah. And then obviously he picked her up, didn't you? And the results came through, which I thought was quite funny. But then I also did wonder, to me, it felt ever so slightly put on. But I think that is Jamie, though. I feel like we don't, Jamie's not someone who's vulnerable on TV, really. I feel like we see his persona. Yeah, it's true. And he's so used to doing reality TV that I don't know that he he can be vulnerable on TV. It's true, which maybe is what holds him back for some of the sort of less fun dancers. 
Yeah, I um I do worry a little bit for him. I my prediction for next week's dance off, obviously without having seen the dancers yet, would be that it's gonna be Jamie and Nicola. I think Jamie definitely. I'm not sure who the other place could go to. Well Caroline actually. Yeah, I, I'm not sure who'll be in it. I think Jamie, yes, I would hedge my bets on that one. But I'm not sure who the second place will go to. Yeah, I mean, we've seen so many curveballs as well now that who knows what's going to happen. I, I absolutely don't know. Like, maybe we'll find that they're really critical of Maisie and Harvey again and one of them struggles. I could see Caroline struggling again if she doesn't put more sort of characterization into the performance. Yeah. Okay, well, for Jimmy and Karen, I would say good dance improvement. And I will definitely be watching that on YouTube if I'm ever sad and need to laugh. Yes, I agree. It was hilarious. Alrighty, on to a bit of Moulin Rouge, the tango with Clara and Alias. I really liked this dance. Again, I thought this was one where I thought the judges were a bit harsh on her. But I guess I'm not great with technique, but I thought she really embodied the persona of the dance really well. You could see that she was really giving it sort of everything she had. I loved the outfit. So for me, I was given it a gold star, but the judges didn't seem to be overly chuffed with it. But what was your take on the actual dancing technique? Yeah, I mean, I didn't think the judges were being too unfair with this one. She is getting better for sure. You can see a real improvement with her frame, for example. But she isn't, the technique isn't as good as some of the other ones. And I feel like she's not yet fully comfortable on the stage, which is very understandable. But it does mean that it's not quite as relaxing to watch, is the way I would put it. But I thought she was absolutely going for it. I love love watching her because I just know how much she's loving it. And I really feel like I'm there with her. Yeah, it's an interesting one. It's not her style of dance. I think she's better at the sort of more Latin dances. Yeah, definitely. And actually one thing that I noted from It Takes Two last week was Neil Jones was going through them and said that she has all this energy ready to be unleashed, but she doesn't know where to direct it. I feel like that is such a good comment because it's so true on last week. And again, this week, you could tell that she had all this energy and she so wanted to do stuff, but she didn't know what exactly to do and how to direct this energy. So I think when she understands better how to use her body and control her body, using all of her muscles to manipulate the moves, then we might see real progress. Yeah, I agree. I think there is a lot to come from her. It's just a matter of bringing it out. Yeah, I think that people love her as well because she's just so sweet and clearly just loving everything. Yeah, she's clearly so happy to be on the show, isn't she? Like when they're doing the sort of results show, and you know, they're all under the red light, she literally looked absolutely devastated. Bless her, I'm scared she's going to throw up. Yeah, literally. Alrighty, on to Max and Diane, who did the couple's choice to the Simpsons theme tune, which I think is a genius idea, first of all. It was a genius idea, and their outfits are incredible, weren't they? So good. I loved this one. I thought it was so fun. I thought it really did help Max come out of his comfort zone and really embrace the. Because I just don't think you could help but laugh and enjoy it as you were going through this incredible routine. I mean, the timing on it was astounding, wasn't it? As in, I remember the moment where he sort of pretends to grab her with like a fishing rod and, you know, she freezes at that exact moment. It must have been so hard to sort of match it all up. But I thought they just absolutely smashed it. 
Yeah, I thought it was brilliant. It was so fun to watch. And it was a complete change in his whole demeanour, really. The character that he created for Homer, it was like Max had gone and Homer had entered. It was so true. And I think like that's why Movie Week in a way is so good, because I think it really does allow the celebrity to sort of get out of themselves. And I think then it means that they have more to bring to the stage. Yup. I thought that the trumpet on Diane's leg was absolute genius and for me, one of the highlights of the night. It was so good. He even had his signature belly flop in there, didn't he? (laughs) Yes, he did. (laughs) Well done. I think that the jokey ones might do well for him, like the humoristic ones, which aren't taking themselves too seriously. I feel like that's more his vibe than more of a serious dance. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think he said that, didn't he? I think he was sort of like, my biggest problem that I've had on the show is nerves. And I think obviously when it's a really serious dance, there's more pressure. Mm. Whereas when it's something fun and jokey, you can almost sort of pretend you're having a laugh around the dance floor. And I think that probably helps. Yeah, that's a good point. Okay, well then I think we're on to the last one now, Hannah. Ooh. It's Bill and O.T. with the Paso to the good, the bad and the ugly. Oh, I love them. I love their partnership. And I loved the performance as well. He is the dark horse of this competition. Honestly, I am obsessed with these two. I mean, what can't they do? Everything about it was so on point. Like the technique was absolutely there. Like the arms, the hips, his intention, the legs. But he understood the paso. And then added to that, he had this incredible character. And then the guitar comes out and they do this really beautiful stylized thing. And then Ruthie's little number on her own, which didn't take away at all from Bill. The whole thing was fabulous. Astounding. Because I'll be honest with you, when she got paired with Bill, I sort of thought, right, it's either her and Bill or Jackie and Anton that are going out. And then I remember sort of watching the first dance that they did and being like, well, actually, you know, he, he can move, but it was still that sort of fun, not very technical dance, wasn't it? And then since then, he's just transformed before our very eyes. And I think credit to Oti as well. I think an absolutely fantastic partnership where she has just drilled technique into him and not let him become the joke act you know he's come on leaps and bounds and I really would not be surprised if he ends up in the final yes 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 he really has changed everyone's perception of him I mean I from the first week I thought that he was going to be the joke act as you say and I also thought that he was going to be a rubbish dancer to be honest and I was so wrong yeah so so wrong he has come out there and really proved himself He's definitely the person I'm most excited for every week. Me too. That's what he's going to pull out of the bag. It's incredible. What? How is it going to go this week? It's them and Ranveer and Giovanni who are just top. Yeah, those are the two to watch now, Bill and Ranveer. I've got to also mention that I think that this concept is... There's some similarities between the initial stages of Jason's dance and Bill's dance in that they're both theme tunes and very much themed. However, they are opposite because Jason's one fell flat and Bill's one just worked because they made it into a real passo and the technique was so obviously a passo. And Bill clearly just studied this dance and understood it and wanted to understand it. And I think Jason just got maybe too swept up in the whole theme. Yeah, no, absolutely. This is clearly a passo. You can see from the way he held his hands, from the way he took on the persona. Like, it's what I expected. Whereas 
Jason's was not. It was a great tick list for Star Wars fans, but unfortunately, he just got it wrong. It was the wrong all to give. Totally. Okay, then. So what we're going to do now is you're going to tell me your favourite... Actually, no, because I feel like the favourites are kind of obvious now. I mean, probably Ranver and Bill. Would you agree with me there? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so those are the favourites. Should we go straight on to doing a little quiz then? Let's. Okay. Do you want to go first then? Okay. So my first question for you, who said it? And this one is, it's kind of classic. You are a superb dancer. Oh, oh my God. I had put that in for you originally. So I know exactly who that is. Um, It was Shirley to Maisie. No, I've got, it's Craig to Maisie. They must have both said it. Oh. Oh, that's so funny. (laughs) They're all superb. My next who said it is, there is nothing better than so much motivation. And that is what you are giving to us. Ooh. Oh, that's a really good I don't know. Okay, there's nothing better than so much motivation. And that is what you're giving to us. I reckon Motsu said that. Mm-hmm. And I reckon it was too. Maybe Clara? No. I mean, you got Motsu, but it's to Jason. Ah, uh, bless him. And my final who said it, quality, not quantity. That's what that was. Well, I know Shirley lost her quality. So I'm going to say it was Shirley to Ranveer. Shirley to JJ. <sighs> um, and those are my who said it. Really appreciate them. Thank you so much. Um, okay, I'll give you I'll give you some, uh, some little who said it then. Okay. This week, I want to turn the sixes around and get a 10 or a nine or a seven. <laughs> that was Jamie Lang. Correct. <laughs> I thought that was quite amusing. Okay. If you keep going like this, my darling, I think we'll be seeing you in the final. <gasps> okay, well, Craig said it. <laughs> but who? I'm trying to think. I think it's Ranveer. It was Bill. Oh, I knew it was one of those two. I was like, I can't remember whether it's Ramir or Bill. But, oh. Yeah, it has to be one of them. Okay. We're going to bring the fun. We're going to bring the cheese. We're going to bring the party. The fun, the cheese? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think if anyone's, like, thing featured cheese, but I don't think it did. <laughs> that would be the perfect dance for you if it had cheese in it. Well, it really would, wouldn't it? Oh, as in like cheese. Okay. Whose dance was particularly cheesy? Is it Max George? Good guess. But alas, no. It was Harvey. Ah, in his cheesy gnomes. Cheesy gnomes. Okay, you'll go. Okay, so my question numero uno. What did Giovanni and Ranveer do for their couple activity this week? Ranveer flew when not didn't fly one she went in a plane that was being flown by someone else yes yay well done okay what was the name of Maisie's dog (laughs) um I have absolutely no clue I'm gonna guess a name uh actually I was in the park the other day and I had a dog called Nacho so I'm gonna say Nacho I love that name, but no, this one is Betty. Betty! 
Patty. Oh, I love that. That's so sweet. Yeah, I thought that was so cute. Okay, I'll give you one more then. Okie dokie. You are extraordinarily fantastic. Shirley said it. Correct. I'm guessing to Ranveer. To Bill! Oh my goodness. Again, it was either of those two, but I guessed her. Oh. Yeah, I think Shirley fancies Bill a little bit. No, I don't blame her. I think everyone fancies Bill a little bit. <laughs> oh, that's not you keep to yourself, honey. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear what a dance what a dance honestly it really was oh my god Hannah I think we've done it we have we've smashed it out shall we do I mean I feel like we just now end singing that's just how we're going to do things I think (laughs) keep dancing keep dancing I always do that with the jazz hands. I can't not, even though obviously no one can see me. I'm still sat here, jazz hand. <laughs> I also have to, I move my head like downward, down to up. Down to up? You know, like I, I do like kind of like a roll with my head. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. Like you just have to. I can't say that without doing this sort of action. <laughs> okay, sweet. We've done it, hon. Thank you for listening to this episode of Strictly Obsessed. We hope you enjoyed it. Shimmy on back next week for another Strictly Lowdown. If you want to get in touch with Strictly stories, insights or thoughts, please email us at strictlyobsessed at yahoo.com. I would say keep dancing, but I feel like that's copyrighted somehow. So um, keep shimmying. <laughs>